Scribbles, not the kind that wiggle tea that you drink, not scribble all together in a cottage she calls day. Chairs and tea with Nanny B. I'm so pleased you made it. My neighbor Jules will be here with a story any minute now. Who, who could that be? Friend or foe, I wonder. H Hello! Who is it? Hello, Nanny Bee. It's your neighbor Jules with a story. Friend indeed. Come in, dear. We've been expecting you. Thank you, Nanny Bee. I've brought you a tale today of a most extraordinary man, the ultimate optimist who had a soft heart and a hard head. Are you ready for a story? Oh, yes, please. Okay, then. Dave the Reluctant Cowboy's Last Rodeo Adapted for Radio The Reluctant Cowboy rode his last rodeo on December 1st, 2021. It's hard to imagine, but some folks don't know his story, so it's about time we put that straight. Let us rewind to the beginning of his time on the circuit. David, who preferred not to be called Dave, ran away from wild horses and into the Navy. Funny thing, he was stationed in Lemoore, with no sign of water for a hundred miles or more. This sailor, nowhere near the sea, spent his private time rolling around the skating rink until he met himself a long-legged spinner with ever-changing hair. They spun all the way to the City of the Angels, stopping just in time so as not to fall into the sea. A dizzy place, that Angel City, full of all kinds of folks who twirled or swirled or even hurled themselves there, all to make their dreams come true. David was dreaming of stars, too, but unlike the rest of the new recruits, he was dreaming of the great big ball of fire glowing in the nighttime sky sort of stars. He climbed aboard a new kind of ship, once again not heading towards the sea, but rather to outer space. But I'm getting ahead of myself. David would be most disappointed if I didn't tell you about the two little creatures that anchored him, Rosebud and Butterball, two little fairies that popped into life after David kissed his long-legged spinner once, then kissed her twice. Rosebud was a feisty fairy, forever at David's side. She would ride with him on his motorbike all day long and argue with him all the night. This was a sport of sort for David. Didn't matter what he was arguing about, so long as he was arguing. It was David's arguing and asking, he was always asking, and it usually started with why. Why do you do it that way? Why don't you do it like this? All that questioning got him noticed first at that space place. He started there just putting bits in boxes, but it wasn't long until the bosses started thinking, yeah, why do we do it this way and not like that? Well, it only made sense to ask the man who'd done the asking, and bing-bang-bong, he was part of the team making ships to go halfway to the stars. To the moon, in fact. Apparently, his fingerprints are still up there now, if you cared to take a look. When Rosebud and Butterball got bigger, 
David scooped them up with the long-legged spinner and rolled them out of the city and back to the valley of raisins and goat ropers. Admittedly, I've never roped a goat, but some have and still do. It wasn't long until Butterball grew out of his name. He was very huggable and most lovable, with little to say and lots to do. Even though he was quiet, he was no wall fairy. Why, he could kick a ball all the way to the moon and back. David wasn't quite so good at the kicking, but he was great at telling others how to kick from the sidelines. David explored this valley from the sky to the earth. In the sky, he liked to let the plane fall fast enough to hit zero gravity. Guess he was trying to recapture his space adventures. Most of his passengers enjoyed this trick, but not the cat in the travel bag. On the earth, he'd race around and around it, dragging his leg along the ground, breaking records and breaking bones. Dirty business is motocross. Thankfully, Rosebud was on hand to pick up the pieces and peel off the boots. The Japanese liked his motorcycling, the mechanical side, actually. They begged him to come to this foreign land and show them how to build bikes, but he couldn't understand them, so he stayed in the valley he'd come to know. Not to say he wasn't up for a new adventure. He lived life on the edge, didn't even know the word safe. That was until he started making them. Great big slabs of steel, broken and bent to submission. One day, he grew tired of playing with safes and wanted to climb new heights, all the way up to the high Sierras, where the air is thin and the canyons are deep. He went there, same as so many in the past, in search of gold, solid gold. He dug and he panned, he mined and he blasted, but the real treasure he found in those Purple Mountains, Majesty, was a pixie in the woods. She may be small, but she's mighty. And she took hold of David's hand and walked the rest of the trail with him. They flew around the planet, raced across the lakes, and snowmobiled through the trees. But their greatest adventure was frolicking with all the fairies, great and grand, they had produced. Somehow, that woodland pixie even managed to get David to fight fires instead of arguments. Well, most of the time. The last years were the best years for the reluctant cowboy. He fought the good fight to the very end, surrounded by a posse of admirers he'd collected along the way. Loved by so many, it's no wonder people call him the legend. The end. Why, thank you, Jules. The legend. Is this the one who was generous to a fault, laughed like SpongeBob, and, and shared steak with his dog? Why, yes, it is. Well, then I caught sight of him just last month in our village. Now, where was he? Uh, uh, Hitting a little ball across a grass so green? No, no, it, it was more... Oh, surfing the wind across a lake. No, but yes, but uh, no, actually. There was wind, plenty of it, but he was falling in it or through it. I, I'm not certain of the specifics, just that he was jumping out of a plane and into the air. Well, it could have been any of those. You know, the legend never sat still. 
I'm told if you listen really carefully, you can hear his footsteps running around in heaven. Oh, I'll send him a message in my prayers to keep it down when I'm sleeping. While you're at it, send him my love, all of it, for always. Of course, dear. Will you be back next week for more Tales and Tea? Yes, I will. Go to nannybee.com. Go there to find out about all our stories, including the first story about how Dave became the reluctant cowboy. See you next week for more Tales and Tea. Go on and leave a message for Nanny Bee, and you might be on the show. This has been a Toby Hall production for nannybee.com.